welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, 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 Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything going today with you? Oh, it's going great. Going great. Another super exciting day in the world of solar. You got to have be more upbeat. Going great. Going great. I I don't want to sound crazy, but yeah, it's going great. (laughs) Going great. We're finishing some great projects. Got more coming. Uh, Working on a project, our first government project. And uh, it's always, always exciting working with the government. So Mm -hmm. all kinds of fun stuff. That is fun. Uh, wow. Uh, do you, how long have you, did it take to get this first one? Oh, we haven't got it yet. They actually, we submitted the bid and then they let us know yesterday that uh, they, they uh, threw out all the bids and they're starting over. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's what I mean. It's just, you know, working with the government is not, not easy. But, uh, you know, it's certainly, I think every business really should be looking at diversifying. Government is the number one purchaser of everything. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, every day they're posting bids and it's up to us to respond. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny that they can just decide, no, nope, uh, no one met the standard and or we need more bids. So we're going to start it over again, which is what happened in this case. Ah, so you don't have to scramble now. Can't you just resubmit your bid? For more money. Uh, <laughs> well, I think because of uh, you have to adjust for tariffs, pricing, all that stuff, I'm sure, changes. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we have to. But the, uh, the one thing that I didn't include in that, in that proposal was uh, bonding costs. So the, working Ooh. with the government, you have to get these bonds. And that just means that, you know, you will perform or they will essentially go after your bond and get compensated through that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I didn't realize that those cost so much. So now we have to increase our bid by 5%. Ah, so they would have gotten, if they would have gone with us uh, the first time, they would have gotten the project 5% cheaper. Not they, we. Yep. <laughs> we all would have got the, the project 5% I cheaper. I know, but it's coming back to me. So it's they. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so is that is that what you want to talk about today? Oh no no, I have another another topic. Okay, what's on the, what's on the docket for today, counselor? Uh, so on the day, so we were, you know, I, I was just about ready to submit a new uh, application to PG&E. So we had finished a project and submitting, and then uh, I noticed a new requirement <laughs> on their website, mm. and uh, it's going to be uh, anyone submitting uh, for September uh, by September thirtieth. So pretty much, you know, it's four or five more days. Mm-hmm. Uh, the customer will have had to sign and initial a new California Consumer Protection Guide about mm. solar on their roof. And I would like oh. to take this time to thank all of my competitors for making this 
a requirement because apparently the contractors board has received so many complaints about solar and solar contracts mm -hmm. that they have a 24 page booklet that now must be the signature, you know, that this must be given to each client. They have to fully read it and fully uh, initial that they have read it. And then the contractor also has to uh, have it on there. <laughs> they have to sign an initial as well. Okay. So yeah. what is there like a basic, what's this giant book all about? Uh, take your time, watch out for false claims, make sure the solar pro provider has a valid contractor license. Almost mm. basic. But uh, what we're finding is uh, that's not true. <laughs> and so wow. um, there's several pages of false claims of what to watch out for. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get free solar energy at no cost to you. Well, the truth is, that's impossible. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of people, especially, uh, you know, actually, I just talked with a client today. Uh, her father just signed a solar lease uh, mm -hmm. and it was at 15 cents a kilowatt hour going up 2.9% every year. And he said, oh, it's no cost to me. I said, well, <laughs> it's just except for that 15.9 cents that anyway, so people are still going for solar and still falling for that. You can get free solar. And that's exactly what the salesperson told him. You can get free solar at no cost to you. And how's, okay. Anyway, yeah, it's, so <laughs> wait, I see can I sell you a bridge too? I want to tell that guy, I can oh give you a, well, a trip it, to the moon at no cost to you. I, I understand. Uh, but yeah, it's, and then, you know, another one, you're, you will never pay an electricity. Oh, this, let's do two or false, Adam. You will never okay. pay an electricity bill ever again after your solar panel system is installed. I would say false because I have common sense. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but okay. they certainly expect it once this, and this is going to be a massive problem on new homes because starting January 1st, every new home has to come with solar panels. And right. most people who are buying a home, they have a lot of things to worry about aside from getting you know, the solar. And so they assume that once, if they have four panels or 40 panels, that they will never have an electricity bill ever again. And that's how it is being sold in these new home developments is that the homes come with solar. And so people assume that they will never have an electricity bill again until a year from then <laughs> they move in. And, uh, uh, you know, a year later they have $11,000 true up. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, um, I, I look at some of the, I, I mean, there's housing being built uh, around where I live. And mm -hmm. I look at the, the oh, great, they have solar, but I'm like, there's six panels up there. And that's a two-story house. It's like 4,000 square feet. So, huh? Uh, the, I mean, that's, yeah, that is, uh, that's not, uh, that, that doesn't seem like it would make sense to me. But I guess maybe I, I know a little more than. Well, yeah. Some people. I mean, if you didn't know anything about solar, you would think well, the house has solar. That means it's a replacement for PG&E, and that means I can have run the air conditioner nonstop. So, yeah, I live in a wow. newer development, and I've talked to <laughs> more than a few neighbors who have several thousand dollar true up bills. Yeah, I guess once they are on that true up, that the net metering system, so they they don't get a bill every month, right? Is that, and that, then, yeah, that's correct. And then when they don't get, so they're like, oh, I'm not getting a PG&E bill. I guess it's free. A $10 bill. And then 
They're not looking oh, yeah. at the second page, which has, hey, your true up is <laughs> you know, oh my. two thousand or a thousand dollars a month, and you get to your you know month eleven, and it's eleven thousand dollars. And why one neighbor he eleven thousand dollar true up uh, on November due on November first because it's just like a PG&E bill. It's due right when they'll yeah. cut off your power. Um, oh my god. And same day oh, property boy. taxes were due. And so, yeah, he said that was a brutal, brutal month. And, you know, is he a fan of solar now? No. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But he needs a lot more, a lot more. So but, getting back to that book, I guess yeah. if you're going to buy a new house and you have solar on there, they're going to have to add that 24 pages as well. Uh, unclear. I just know for yeah. anyone that I send any any new interconnection applications that we send in electronically, we now have to include a copy of the contract and a copy mm -hmm. of this page where the customer needs to sign. You know, I, I think it's probably a good idea. It's just uh, it would there's better ways that this could have been implemented other than we're not going to approve a, <laughs> the the solar project until this is signed off on. Well, this seems like a, a classic CYA situation. Definitely. And, uh, you know, it's, it is a good idea. 24 pages is much too, much too, much too big. <laughs> uh, no one, unfortunately, is going to read it. They're just going to flip through it, especially the pages on low-income solar programs and things like that. It's, you know, if it doesn't apply to them, they're just going to skip right through it, which is... Eh, well, yeah, I mean, welcome to buying anything large, I guess. That's true. Boy. That is true. Yeah. Because... Um, uh, yeah. So it's just, a, it's an, another impediment at the, at the, at the contract signing stage. Yeah, uh, exactly. So we're going to automate it, of course, but it's still, mm -hmm. it would be nice if there was uh, a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more notice or, um, I guess it's been on there for a year, but it's, uh, they're not going to accept any new, and uh, to do it at this time of year is really, uh, aggressive. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's tough because you guys have the 30% the tax credit going away. Yeah, and so it's kind of a flood of projects right now. So all of these are going to, you know, if, if a provider doesn't uh, include that in their, um, you know, in their contract, and it, it's just going to delay things tremendously. Yep. But, wow. Yeah, so something else, but uh, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it smoothed out, and maybe we'll include it on the proposal side and uh, have them initial at that time. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's exciting. Always exciting in the world of solar. Mm -hmm. So uh, are there any other things that are included in that, in that giant pamphlet? Yes. Uh, there are a lot of sections on PACE, property assessed clean energy, and that's the <laughs> county, I imagine. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> well, there is a huge section on uh, leases and power purchase agreements, which I really good. like. Uh, that's good. Yep. And then uh, learning about the electricity bill savings and mm -hmm. how the, you know, it just talks about the annual true up and how that works. Uh, disappointingly, it does not talk about the community choice aggregation programs like Marin Clean Energy or, um, you know, uh, East Bay Clean Energy. Those, those are all kind of makes this whole part irrelevant. Um, mm -hmm. And then it talks a little bit about battery storage. Doesn't really talk about the you know, why, why it's a bad idea <laughs> or why it doesn't make financial sense. Uh, and then it really talks about the three-day right to cancel, that uh, you definitely Ooh. want to sign up, you have three days to cancel. Um, we actually have a client right now who uh, decided uh, she did not want to finance the system and is uh, canceling the project well after the three-day cancellation period is. Mm -hmm. so that's the way it goes. Um, well, so yeah. all of these sounds like like net positives, especially for 
a, a solar energy contractor who's doing their job like you are. So, for sure. Yeah. It, and it does show that for the people who are taking advantage of uh, right. solar, so I, you know, the public really. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting convinced this is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's, uh, it's just, you know, sending someone a 24 page booklet <laughs> along with the contract uh, will definitely give them, it's, it's just, it's disappointing because I saw this coming long time ago when I first even heard about solar leases and then PACE loans and HERO loans is mm -hmm. that if our solar industry, if we don't regulate ourselves, well, guess what? We're inviting regulation from, uh, you know, the government. And in this case, yeah. it's the CPUC and uh, they are, they're cracking down a little bit anyway. So that's, it's so that, that sounds good. I mean, I'm, if I'm, I'm picturing myself at the end of this or not, whatever, the beginning of this relationship. And then I read, wait a second, <laughs> what's going on? I just signed up. I'm going to go with the pace loan. But then I read this 20, I read maybe a line or two that's going to make me ask the solar company, hey, what's all this? Can you clarify this? Mm -hmm. That's, and when that question never would have been asked and then that person is saddled with that debt for the next 25 years. 25 years, yeah. So that sounds, uh, uh, that's good. Good for your industry. Good. Well, people have to read it, and that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. So, sure, well, they will. Read it, yeah. Well, I mean, this was a three-second Google search, but they didn't go through. But at least <laughs> now they're having to, to you know, initial it. Yeah, that's. I mean, geez, yeah. I, I, for good contractors, I can see. Yeah, all right. It it does slow down, mm -hmm. maybe uh, slow down the process a little. But for bad contractors, it gives them one more thing to trip up on. Yeah, I, I think that's good. Yeah, I, I think overall, I think it'll be good in the short term and uh, uh, hopefully in the, you know, it's just, I really, uh, it seems that these other companies, the unscrupulous ones will find a way around it and, or maybe, oh. you know, and, you know, but I guess it's anything is better than what's happening now, which is, the, you know, the, these people are on their own for, um, yeah, you know, just on their own to figure out these, are they making a good choice? And so mm -hmm. it's not an, there's, it seems like there's a 20 decision points in a solar project. And so, yeah, it'd be nice to uh, be nice to have something that they could refer to. That is that, you know, that is uh, something that's outside the solar industry that's saying, Hey, just so you know that there's, <laughs> there are different ways to do this. Well, yes, I, I, it's, it's, uh, this is interesting. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I agree. Uh, I would like them to also apply <laughs> the same standard to the windows and to the roofing and to the HVAC industries and, and all those things. That would be, that'd be great too. Anyone who has a PACE loan. PACE, anyone who's offering PACE, they should all have to uh, uh, offer this as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. But uh, I guess, yeah, this, this speaks to the newness of your industry and kind of like the, uh, the vulnerability of it, I guess. Is there an HVAC, uh, like a CPUC for HVACs? I don't know. Just the California State uh, Licensing Board. So the contract yeah, okay. board. So. But I imagine they don't get as many complaints as they do about solar. Yes. <laughs> and because, I don't know, uh, maybe it's just newer industry. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Wow. Well, anyway, yeah, I guess you're right. Good progress. Uh, 
I'm just look. I'm looking at it from the consumer's point of view, and instead of getting just constantly ripped off, oh this, yeah, this, boy, I, I've lost count of how many people I've I've spoken to who said I lease solar. Oh, I know. And they vigorously defend that, and they don't understand. So I they just don't want up. to understand because <laughs> no one yeah. wants to be told they've made a horrendous choice, and it's like you know. Um, you know, but all they have to do is talk to anyone in the real estate business. And we've covered that exhaustively in uh, yep. other podcasts, but yeah, talk it before signing a lease, uh, definitely talk to a real estate broker agent, uh, loan person, title, escrow, any, any one of them in the line. And they will all, uh, although many of them have signed up for their own score. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait a second. So do, how about talking to one that you can, oh boy, uh, how about just listening to this podcast? There you go. Perfect. That, that sounds like a, yeah. Then, then you're listening to an expert who has nothing invested in, uh, in your personal situation. So what benefit yeah, you should sign that. So we don't have any, you don't have any, I don't have any benefit in doing, saying that stuff. So, uh, the real estate people, I don't know if you want to ask your agent, is this a fine, good financial <laughs> decision? And you can just see that the question marks popping above their head when I do that. Oh yeah. They, they're, they tend to be experts in their industry, not so much in solar. Makes sense. Yep. All right. So uh, do you want to say any final words for our listeners? No, no. I just want to let them know that uh, this is uh, coming down the road and it's probably a good thing. They can Google it and it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's called the uh, Solar Customer Information uh, Workbook and uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be required uh, coming in five days. So. <laughs> Wow. Yep. And I know this is off topic and I just came up with this. I'm sorry. Uh, I just, I saw a story that scammers are now calling or somebody saying they are pg e calling people and saying, you know, you're going to be, your power is <laughs> going to be turned off unless you go solar. And uh, never mind. All right. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. Well, t- that's another, uh, another topic for another day, but yeah, w- I'm sure everyone's gotten the telemarketing calls of, uh, uh, you know, uh, all all different ways to get your PG&E account number or, you know, the latest one, like you said, was uh, PG&E is going to be shutting off power in your area. Um, yep. And then it's a, it's a some kind of scam. I, I didn't uh, follow how they actually make money, but um, it's disappointing for sure. So it all leads back to some people in India trying to get your credit card because they're going to threaten you because they're the IRS. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Boy, oh, boy. Send us a gift card. Yeah, I the would IRS. Be if someone regulated the, you know, the, the telephone industry with these telemarks. But anywho. They're too busy with the vaping. we oh, got to stop those vaping, people. Those th- <laughs> All right. Well, we're edging off into editorial land. But, uh, yeah, we'll Thank have you. more to talk about next week. All right. If you want to hear more editorializing uh, or, or not, uh, please make sure to, to click on the subscribe button, leave us a review on Apple podcasts and, uh, hopefully it's a five-star one. And if you have a question for us, uh, for a future episode, please go to our Facebook page, straight, Co- straight talk, solar cast, just do a quick search and we'll pop up on Facebook for you. That's all for now. See you all later, right. everybody. Thank you. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? 
Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.